So once again, we all welcome to our midweek service on Bible study. And uh, we have been looking at dominating faith. Okay. Dominating faith. Why dominating faith? Because uh, in our text, uh, Hebrews chapter 11, let's look at it. We see that through faith, uh, sense of old, they did all kinds of exploits. Okay. Says uh, in verse 32, what and what shall I more say? For time will fail me to tell of Gideon, Barak, Samson, Jephthah, David, Samuel, and of the prophets, who through faith subdued kingdoms, wrought righteousness, obtained promises, stopped the mouth of lions, quenched the violence of fire, escaped the edge of the sword, out of weakness were made strong, Worked billions in fight, turned to flight the armies of the aliens. So we, we, we see that these folks did all kinds of exploits, received promises, dominated their situations that they found themselves at the time by faith. So the faith that we have received at the new birth, the faith of our Lord Jesus Christ is a dominating faith. We saw in Mark's Gospel chapter 11, where Jesus used his faith and, his, and he, spoke, he spoke words to the fig tree. And then we saw that the tree dried up from his roots. And it happened just like Jesus Second, praise God. So, for us as believers, this is the same faith that He wants us to operate in. Jesus says we should have the God kind of faith. Now, let me say this: that if you are a Christian, you do not have the problem of faith. Okay, we don't lack faith. Yeah. Romans 10, verse 17 says, So then, faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. Which word? The word of salvation. When we received the word of salvation, faith came. That faith to get born again. That faith that got you born again, remember Ephesians chapter 3, Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8 tells us that we are saved by grace through faith, and that not of ourselves, it is the gift of God. Hallelujah. So the faith that we have is the gift of God. Galatians chapter 2. Hallelujah. Galatians chapter 2, verse 20 says, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I, but Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God. Now, some, some translators will say by the faith, by faith in the Son of God. No, no, no. 
It's originally written as by the faith of the Son of God, who loved and gave himself for me. Okay, so so it's it's by the faith of the Son of God. Praise God. Titus in chapter one calls it a common faith. I said we have a common faith. Titus chapter one and verse four. He says to Titus, my own son, after the common faith. My own son, after the common faith. First Peter chapter 1 and verse 1, Peter calls it the light precious faith. Sorry, Second Peter chapter 1, not First Peter. Second Peter chapter 1 and verse 1 says, I, Simon, Simon Peter, a servant, an apostle of Jesus Christ to them that have obtained like precious faith with us through the righteousness of God and of our Savior Jesus Christ. So we do not lack faith. We don't have a faith problem. We have the faith of God. Hebrews chapter 12 tells us that Jesus is the author and the finisher of faith. Jesus is the author and finisher of our faith. That's in verse 2, Hebrews chapter 12. So he's the author and the finisher of faith. When we receive the word of God, that's why it says, so then faith comes by hearing the word. So when we receive the word of God, we received faith, we got saved. That faith that by which we got saved is the faith of God. And it's become our nature. That's the reason why we are called believers. When the believer gets it, believes the word of God, that's his work in his nature. That's the reason why the Bible calls, says that we have the spirit of faith. Okay, so the spirit of faith is the nature of faith. Glory to God. Now, so in this series, we are looking at how to practically make use of our faith. Our faith got us saved, but faith also is used to change situations. Faith is used to obtain promises. Glory to God. Faith is used to obtain promises. So, how do we do this? We have promises, inheritances in Christ Jesus. But be, that, that we have the inheritances and the promises in Christ Jesus does, does not translate to it being automatically manifested does not mean that it is the experience of every believer. Hallelujah. But how do we make it our experience in our everyday life? The promises of God, the inheritance that we have. Glory to God. And I said to us that in walking the principle of faith, is something that we have to walk out. It's something we have to walk out. It's something we've got to put to use. 
the principle of faith, like we saw last week, is that faith takes place in two places. You believe with your heart and you say with your mouth. Okay? Faith has corresponding actions that make it to be faith. Where there is no corresponding action, that is not faith. So we've got to believe in the heart. Jesus said, whosoever shall say to this mountain and does not doubt in his heart, but believes where? In his heart. So we believe in our hearts and we say with our mouth. That was how we got born again. For with the heart man believes unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Hallelujah. Now, so in walking this principle, you cannot afford to be lazy. Laziness will rob you of your inheritance. Praise God. Praise God. Laziness will rob you. Spiritual laziness will rob you of your privileges. It will rob you of your rights. It will rob you of your inheritance. You can't afford to be lazy in walking the principle of faith, which is believing with the heart and confessing with the mouth. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, here is the word. Believe it in your heart. Confess it with your mouth. God says, well, for how long should I keep it in my mouth? Should I keep walking this principle? We, we keep walking this principle, right, until we see the manifestation. Why? What will be the basis of our sustenance? We are convinced that this principle works. Hallelujah. If you are not convinced, you just say, well, let me try it out, you know. Well, let me just try it out, whether it will work. No, 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 no. It's got to come from a heart of conviction. Praise God. Praise God. Now, let's go a bit further today. I want to bring in an element in the walking this principle of faith. Okay? In walking this principle of faith, Jesus said, Whosoever, if you shall say to the mountain and believe in your heart and not doubt in your heart, said you, that mountain will move. Amen. No, no doubt about it. No matter how stubborn that mountain may look like, said once you stay on that path, that mountain will move. Now, let's look at that. Mark's Gospel chapter 11 again. And I want to bring out an element that I need for us to emphasize. To emphasize. Praise God. Verse 23, Mark 11. Jesus speaking says, For verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea, and shall not doubt, 
what shall believe, that those things which he says shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he says. Now, what is the whatsoever you say? For you to say something consistently, hallelujah, and operate in faith, it's because there is what is called an expectation. Hebrews and chapter 11. Hebrews 11 and verse 1 says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So faith is a substance, is a reality of things that are hoped for. So which means there must be things you are hope that that you are hoping for. Now, what, what, what's, what's the Bible definition of hope here? Amen. It's not like, hope is not like the way we use it now. You know, this Bible hope is different. And that's what I want to introduce here. We do not operate in faith in, in a vacuum, aimlessly. Hallelujah. Jesus said, whosoever shall say unto this mountain, so it's a specific mountain. Glory to God. He shall have whatsoever. That whatsoever is specific. Anything that is not specific, faith cannot get it. Faith cannot operate to receive what is not specific. Faith has got to be on, operated on something specific. And your hope is what gives that specificity. Is what makes it specific. Your hope, Bible hope, is defined as an earnest expectation. In other words, what exactly is it that you are expecting? Glory to God. What exactly is it that is your expectation? What exactly, how are you specific? Do you know what you are expecting. Praise God. Hallelujah. Someone says, well, pastor, I want you to pray for me that God will bless me. That's not specific. Because blessings come in various forms. Hallelujah. Someone says, well, I'm going to release my, my faith, you know, no, for the blessings of God. What exactly is the blessing of God? Hallelujah. Moses says, well, I'm going to release my faith, you know, for a house. 
what there are different kinds of houses. What kind of a house? Was it, well, I want a car now. I'm going to release my faith for a car. What kind of car? Well, so just any car. Any car is no car. Praise God. A rundown, broken down, vehicle, car, you know, that has exchanged hands six or seven times. The engine has knocked. I mean, someone can give that to you as a car. Praise God. Say, ah, no, no, that's not the kind of, kind of car I'm talking about. Be specific. Amen. So Bible hope builds a picture, a specific picture. And I'm going to, you're going to see the reason why as we go along. There has got to be a picture of something desired. Jesus said in Matthew 11, in Mark chapter 11, in applying faith to prayer. Yeah, you heard what I said. Applying faith to prayer because you cannot be successful in prayer without faith. But you can operate in faith without necessarily praying. Faith is important in prayer because faith is the receiver. Yeah, faith is the receiver. Said John James 1 verse 5, if, if any man lacks wisdom, let him ask of God who gives liberally of, without look, finding fault, but let him ask in faith. Okay? Why? Because a double-minded man cannot receive. So what does faith do? You don't need faith to ask. You need faith to receive. Amen. Let him ask in faith. Why in faith? Because the double-minded man cannot, let not that double-minded man ever think he can receive. So what does faith do? Faith receives. Praise God. But it has got to be something that you hope for. Faith gives substance, substantiates, brings to reality that which is expected. So Jesus said that whatever things you desire, whatever things you desire, something, now it's not just talking about a wish. Oh, I wish. I were the president of America. No, this is not wishes. It's something that is an expectation. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's an expectation. That's your desire. Should be something you expect. Not just a wish. So therefore, I say to you, whatsoever things you expect, when you pray, believe that you receive and you will have what? What you expect. Glory to God. So the question, on your journey of faith, the first thing you should ask yourself, you must settle with clarity. What am I expecting? Praise God. What am I expecting? Don't just say, Pastor, 
let's just pray or let's just agree together. I'm overworked. And the picture has got to be in your heart. Remember, what are you believing for? It must be in your heart. Amen. If you say you are believing God, for example, you know, for, for, for a, a, a six-digit job or a seven-digit job, right? And meanwhile, in your heart, you are only seeing the five digits. You only see yourself in a five-digit job. It means that that you 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 that six or seven-digit job is not what you expected. Hallelujah. For example, if I uh, go on Jumia or any of these uh, uh, online stores and buy a product, let's say I buy a Samsung S10 Note S10, if there's anything like that, you know, from, from any of those online stores, right? And I saw the picture. Before I took, before I, before I bought it. Now, when the delivery man calls me, say, oh, at so, so, so time, I will be at your house to deliver your product to you. What the, I already have the picture of what I ordered for in my heart. So there's a specific picture I am expecting to see. A spe the specific product. I am expecting to see if I ordered for a blue covered, uh, 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 a, a blue back uh, 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 phone, that is what I will be expecting. You know, some of us have ordered for things uh, and when they were delivered to us, we, 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 we were so disappointed. We took it back and we said, no, no, this was not what I ordered for. Why were you able to say that? They say, eh, but you know, it's the same thing. You know, it will do the same work and all that. You say, no, I have a reason why I ordered for that specifically. And until what I am delivered matches what I am expecting. How do you know what you're expecting? You have the picture on the inside of you. Hallelujah. So if you don't have the picture clearly defined, glory to God you will not be operating in the God kind of faith. Because the God kind of faith, right, it starts with, it, it starts with an expectation. Yeah. Hallelujah. It starts with an what? An expectation. Romans chapter 4. Romans chapter 4. Oh, glory, glory, glory to God. That was the time when I went to pray for someone, you know, and you know, you cannot, you cannot force healing on anybody. So the lady, the lady was like, well, she had option going divine healing or going through surgery. And yeah, so what do you want? She said, well, I just want that the surgery will go well. That was that. We cannot be praying for her to be healed supernaturally when the picture in her mind is 
that she will go into the surgery and come back completely well. That was the picture she had. Amen. And so we have to pray and agree with her with that picture. I cannot impose my own picture on you. I cannot impose my own expectation on you. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Look at Romans chapter eight, chapter four. So you should start to ask yourself, what specifically am I expecting? There must be an expectation. Romans chapter four, Bible talks about Abraham concerning the, uh, the, the birth of Isaac, the promise of Isaac. He said, who against hope, who against all expectation, believed in expectation. He believed in what he was expecting. What was he expecting? That he might become the father of many nations according to that which was spoken. So let me quickly strip that in. According to that which was spoken. So which means the word of God, right? That, that, that's where the, uh, 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 this next thing I'm going to be explaining to us, uh, talking to us about is very important. The word of God must be the creator, must first create your hope must first create your expectation. Hallelujah. Your expectation becomes like the goal of your faith. What's the goal of your faith? What's your faith aiming at to receive? The word of God that should be able to paint the picture, should be able to paint your expectation. To be able to create, that is what the word of God does. So God's word creates my expectation. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God's word creates my, that's why we'll ask you, you know, if you say someone should pray with you or agree with you, and the person the next thing the person should ask is, what scripture are you standing on? What does that mean? What scripture has built that hope, that desire, that expectation, that goal that you have? That thing that you want to obtain, that promise you want to obtain, that situation that you want changed, Hallelujah. What scripture? Because the Bible says it was according to that which was spoken. So Abraham's hope was, I mean, Abraham was, his wife was barren, you know. So before God came to him, maybe he had even given up that, well, well, Sarah, I love Sarah so much, but sorry, we can't have any child. So, and then God comes and gives him a word. He receives the word of God. So that word of God now builds hope. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So for us, 
in your faith or in operating the principle of faith, remember, what's the principle of faith? You believe with your heart and you confess with your mouth. But what do you believe? What you believe must be founded upon the word of God. What you believe must be founded upon God's word, must be built upon God's word, must be an expectation that the word of God has created inside you. Amen. Okay, so the questions will be what scripture are you standing on? Many believers, you know, are not convinced enough, have not meditated enough. Some just at the spur of the moment. That's when they'll just, you know, try to remember what scripture. No, it's not yet inside here. Glory to God. The Bible said it was against hope. Because your faith is going to be tried. Amen. It is going to be tried. And I'm going to share along those lines in this series. Amen. Your faith is going to be tried. Your expectation is going to be challenged. Yes. It's going to be challenged. Glory to God. Glory to God. So you've got to have what? Expectation. How does that expectation come? It must be created and founded on God's word. You must have a word from God in the scriptures. Now, we both may even be, be releasing our faith or be believing God for the same thing and uh, the revelation of that expectation the, the, may be different. The scriptures that gives us the confidence of that expectation may be different. Praise God. That's why, as a believer, you go search the scriptures yourself. Don't just say, well, uh, 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 Pastor UT, please, I'm believing God. I want to believe God for such and such. Give me a scripture. No, Pastor UT's revelation of that scripture may, be, may not come alive to you. It may not come alive to you. Hallelujah. That's why when we call for prayers in church, for example, and say, well, folks, come up, you know, we want to do, uh, 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 like, if you would like for us to agree with you in prayer concerning anything, you know, come. Now, ideally, the person that is praying with you, agreeing with you, remember, they are praying a prayer of agreement. The person that is agreeing with you should not be the one to give you a scripture. He is agreeing with you. Hallelujah. He is not the one responsible for the manifestation. He is standing in agreement with your faith. Ultimately, your faith will still be the one to obtain it. Do you hear that? Your faith will still be the one to obtain it. 
but the person is standing in agreement with you. And so the person should be the one to ask you, what scripture are you standing on? Because it is a scripture that you are standing on that will come alive to you, the one who has the faith project. So you find that many of our prayers don't get answered because we don't have a scripture. And so that scripture does not build our hope. Our hope is built on sand, and what will happen is will crumble when it is challenged. But when your hope is built on the word of God, it becomes solid. That your, your, your expectation is something that you will not let go of, irrespective of whatever comes to challenge it. Praise God. Many a times we get to settle for less. Because our, our hope is not strong, our expectations will daily dally on it. And so our faith does not, you know, it, 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 it doesn't know what exactly what it's to receive. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus asked, was it the blind man now? Said, so have mercy on me. Have mercy on me. Have mercy on me. What was the question that Jesus asked? He said, What do you want me to do for you? Did you see that? Jesus wanted, Jesus knew he was blind. But Jesus was not going to assume concerning his expectation. You have got to voice your expectation said that I may receive my sight. Glory to God. That I may receive my sight. Very specific. So what exactly is that your expectation? Because faith cannot walk without expectations. David said in First uh, uh, Samuel chapter 16, I think, in First Samuel 17, uh, where he defeated uh, Goliath. Very specific. He said, I'm going, to, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to give this your head. I'm going to give it to, <laughs> to, to the birds of the air. Very specific. He confronted his challenge. Jesus said, if you shall say to this mountain, be removed. He didn't say, if you shall say to this mountain, just shift to one corner. No, he said, be removed. Be cast into the sea. And will not doubt. He said he will have what he expects. He will have whatever he says. Hallelujah. So, a faith that dominates does not get cowed down or bowed down by the enormity of the expectation. Once as well, you know, huh? That's, that's your dream. It's very, very big. Oh, you need very big faith. No. Jesus said that if you have faith as small as a mustard seed. Mustard seed is one of the smallest seeds. Hallelujah. So this, it's not the size of the thing. I mean, look at it. The bombs, a dynamite that can blow up this building, right? 
this building where I am may not be more than two kilograms. Unlike this building that is tons and tons in weight. Hallelujah. So it's not, I don't need a ton of dynamite to pull down this building. So your faith is a dynamite. Glory to God. Jesus says, it is you operating that faith. It is not the size. We all have the same measure of faith. Romans 12 verse 3 tells us, God has dealt to us the, the same measure of faith. There is no Christian that has more faith than the other. No. Look at it. Look at it. No. No Christian that has more faith than the other. He said, for I said to you through verse 3, through the grace given to me, to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly according to, as God has dealt to every man. Who is the every man? He's talking to our believers. Every Christian, the measure of faith. The measure, he has dealt to us the measure of faith. So every believer has the same measure of faith. It's the same quality of faith. Now, when you use some now use it more often and more than others. So the more you use your faith, the 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 the, the stronger it becomes in that sense. The the, the more the better the more efficient it, it is. Hallelujah. What you don't use right, will eventually become defective. Hallelujah. So that is what happens. Well, it looks like, ah, man, this man has more, more faith than, it's really the same measure of faith. It's really the same mustard seed faith. But mustard seed faith that is not planted will not bring forth any harvest. So the more we plant the mustard seed faith, the more harvest we will have. And to look as if, wow, it looks as if this person has more mustard seed faith than this other. No, no, no. This one just used his mustard seed faith. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When you learn to use your mustard seed faith on, on various things, when the bigger, the seemingly bigger things come, the similar bigger mountains come. Hallelujah. The same mustard seed faith that took care of the, the molehill will take care of the mountain. Same mustard seed faith. All we need to do is use it. Glory to God. So back to what we're talking about. In the principle of faith, you believe with your heart. What are you believing in your heart? The picture that you have, that the word of God has built. You are believing that that thing, you receive it. Amen. Because you believe the word of God. And then you put it to action. You put your, your believing to action. First, by speaking. Remember, faith works in two places, operates in two, way, two places. One, your heart. Two, your mouth. Your heart, your mouth. 
your heart, your mouth. Operating the mouth principle is where you cannot afford to be lazy. That's why the Bible says that we should not be lazy, but follow those who operated faith with patience, obtain the promises. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. So what scripture are you standing on? Now, let's go back to Mark, Mark chapter 11. Glory to God. Give me a thumbs up if you have been blessed here this evening. Praise God. Praise God. Just send, send, a, send, send a thumbs up, send something. Just let us know. Praise God. Mark chapter 11. Let's look at it again. Jesus talks. He said, therefore I say unto you, what things soever you desire, when you pray, believe that you receive and you shall have. Earlier he had said, giving us the principle of faith, believe in your heart and say with your mouth. And now said, in your praying, whatever you are expecting when you pray, Number one, that means that you don't pray without any expectation. Don't pray without any expectation. Hallelujah. Don't pray without any expectation. Don't ask someone to pray with you when there is no clear expectation. It's a waste of time. Yeah. Yeah. It's a waste of time. Glory to God. 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 Now, it says, what things soever. Now, so he says things. He says, he says things. Very specific. James chapter 5. James chapter 5. Uh, Verse 16. Oh, let's read verse 14. Is there any sick among you? Let him call for the elders of the church. Let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith shall save the sick. So here the Bible talks about the prayer of faith saving the sick. In Mark chapter 11, verse 24, the prayer that Jesus talked about there is what we call the prayer of faith. The prayer of faith is a kind of prayer in the Bible. What is it for? It's for things. The prayer of faith is not for people. The prayer of faith is for things. The prayer of faith, right, is 
the principles of the prayer of faith is different from the principles of what we call the prayer of supplication, which is the most, the most mentioned kind of prayer in the New Testament. We don't pray the prayer of faith. Let me put this one. For example, you want to get married. You don't pray the prayer of faith. Okay, let me just define prayer of faith this way. The prayer of faith is a prayer that you pray to release your faith for that which you hope for. Yeah. It's a prayer of is a prayer that you pray to release your faith to receive that which you hope for. Remember, faith is a receiver. One says, well, is faith not involved in other kinds of prayer? Of course not. No, no, no. Prayer, faith is, is needed. Praise God. But in the prayer of faith, it is to, it is the prayer that you pray to release your faith. Okay? To receive that which you have hoped for. So you have got to have your expectations and your hope intact. You've got to have God's word. And then you release your faith in that prayer. But you see, why for things? There is a limitation. You cannot use the prayer of faith, for example, if you want to get married, to believe God for people. To believe God for a specific person. Why? Because the prayer of faith, God cannot override the will of another. You can't use the prayer of faith, right, to get somebody born again. Because the person's will is involved. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I can use my faith to get a house. Amen. Because a house does not have a will of his own. Amen. That's my will. That's my desire. That's my expectation. He said, well, I'm, I, I want to release my faith for a, for a, a one-room apartment. Hey, that one-room one room apartment doesn't have a will. You can, unless, hey, well, I, I, I want to release my faith for Brother Lawrence's house. No, you can't do that. Amen. Because that will be covetousness. And Brother Lawrence will not, has a will of his own that you cannot run over her. However, Brother Lawrence can be moved by God, you know, or by love or by whatever, to give you a house. Not because you prayed for Brother Lawrence's house. Amen. Hallelujah. No? Because you know, the miracle can come through Brother Lawrence. Praise God. Yeah, it can. So, but you cannot use the prayer of faith to suppress somebody's will. No, it doesn't work that way. So that's what is for things usually that have to do with you. Amen. Or 
you are in agreement with someone. Like it says in James 5, it said, let, let them, when, when it calls for the elders, let them pray the prayer of faith with him. It is not, of course, it, the elders have faith, but whose faith is going to get the job done? The you that call the elders. Remember Peter? When Peter was in prison and the church was praying for him, Peter got released. He came and knocked on the door and those guys didn't believe it. <laughs> Hallelujah. So it was Peter's faith that got him out. Hallelujah. It was Peter's faith. Yes, the church was making power available, but it was Peter's faith. Eventually. Glory to God. So, for you as a believer, what are we saying here tonight? What is your expectation? Number two, in operating the principle of faith to receive, either operating directly or through prayer, amen, your expectation has got to be clear in Walking the principle of faith. What is your hope? Faith receives your hope. That's what it does. Amen. Faith does what? It receives your hope. Jesus said, whatever things you desire. The house that we live in. Shared with testimony with you before. We we released our faith for about fifteen years. I said, ah, no, that, no, it's not too long. We were convinced about it, even when it looked as if we would not get it. Even when we were tempted to lower our expectations, we were so specific about what exactly we wanted and the location we wanted it. Someone said, well, 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 is that, are you sure that is God's will? God, Jesus said, whatever things you desire, you, 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 you desire. Amen. Hallelujah. I said, well, well, Pastor, I want to, I'm just believing God for what is what God knows is best for me. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. What God knows is best for me. So we know you don't even know. God has given you, I said, whatever you desire. It is a whatever I desire for you. So whatever you desire, whatever you expect, as long as you can get God's word for it. God's word is like a blank check. Hallelujah. It's like God giving you a blank check. Amen. I said, well, I don't want God, I don't want to believe God for something that, that, I, 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 that is going to harm me. Hallelujah. Of course, you won't be foolish to ask for what is going to harm you. You've got the wisdom of God on the inside of you. Glory to God. We've got the Holy Ghost on the inside of you. So, well, if I can't believe God for that, for that SUV now, who knows? Maybe that SUV, maybe God doesn't want me to have it so that it will not be the, 
where you know our uh, maybe uh, a, that SUV can be the source of accident. Says who? <laughs> Glory to God. Hallelujah. It's whatever things you desire. Listen, God, like they usually say, the extraordinary works fellowship. You know, your your your. How do you put it now? You know, God is never bothered or or, or afraid of whatever you're asking for, something like that. You know, the women know how to say it better, but something like that. No, God is not afraid. He said, whatever things you desire, it's whatsoever things you desire. So I said, well, I a job, but whatever things you desire. Hallelujah, hallelujah. You know, whatever things you desire. I, 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 I remember, I, I remember one of, one of us in church, I mean, one this desire that want to be a nurse, and for seventeen years or something like that, you know, for seventeen or seven years, for many years. In fact, it was as if she would never end up being a nurse. But you know what? <laughs> no of God. Her faith worked. Eventually, I mean, her faith got policies to be changed. Policies were changed and it favored her. Glory to God. And today she is a nurse. Praise God. Whatsoever things you desire, the principle of faith will work. This is what we want. We're going to stay with it. Let's close with this. Hebrews chapter 10. Let's close with this. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 23. Hallelujah. It says, Hebrews 10, 23. He says, let us hold fast to the profession of our faith without wavering. For he is faithful that promised. Right? So in other words, uh, he says, hold fast because of the faithfulness of God. The faithfulness of God to his promise his promise about the principle of faith that when you put it to work on whatever you hope for or expect, it will, it will surely happen. He said, hold fast to it. Child of God, this is not the time to give up. Glory to God. This is not the time to give up. I challenge you this evening. This is not the time to give up. No matter how bleak or how dark or seemingly impossible, Thank God. The Bible says that all things are possible unto him that believeth. You are a believer. You are operating the faith of God. Hallelujah. You are operating the faith of God. You are operating the faith of Your faith is powerful. Your faith is working. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Your faith is working. Yes. Don't let the devil lie to you. Your faith is working. Praise God. Your faith is working because it's the faith of our Lord Jesus Christ. It's the faith of God. Praise God. Amen. Father, we thank you for this evening. We're grateful. Thank you for teaching us once again on the principles of faith, how to work out our faith. Oh, thank you, Father. For everyone whose expectation has been dulled, because of challenges. Lord, let them be rekindled again in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. 
Thank you, Father. We will against hope believe in or in hope. Thank you, Father. We'll keep the switch of faith, our switch of faith turned on. Lord, our, we, we hold fast to the profession of our faith in your word. For faith in your word always works. Thank you, Father. We give you praise and glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you. Thank you so much for, for, for staying with me uh, uh, this evening. And uh, 